you know how we always talk about how this is microwave generation and blah 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 I often talk with my dad and my siblings about how different life is now. Like back in the day, when him and my mom would be communicating, you write a letter, maybe to take two weeks before the letter to get to her and then another two weeks for her to write back and write to him. Now, if I don't respond to your message in five minutes, somebody's coming for my neck. (laughs) So we have been groomed to want instant responses. Right. And um, many times that causes us to rebel against the spirit of God because he wants us to wait on him. The Bible says that we should imitate those who through faith and patience inherited the promise. Scripture also says, let patience have her perfect work so that you'll be complete, lacking nothing. Hey guys, welcome back to In Position. It's been a while since I recorded and I'm excited to be back. Um, As usual, what I have to share today was first the personal conviction revelation. I probably don't need to be saying that every episode because that that is pretty much always the case. But um, I'm excited to just dive into it. I'm not even going to prolong the introduction. Today, I want to share something that has been on my heart. It was a a topic that honestly I feel is overdue because it was revealed to me such I got the conviction uh, sometime last year, more like December or so. And since then I've been wanting to record. I just haven't gotten to it. So today we're talking about vices, as you probably already know, if you're, you know, wherever you're listening to it, because the topic makes that clear. So let me start with the, I guess, a quick little story context of how I kind of got this insight or the medium by which the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. In December, one of those days, I was having a very, very low day. Like emotionally, I was just distraught, right? And there was this overwhelming sadness that came over me. And um, I'm not an alcoholic or anything, but honestly, in that moment, I desperately was just craving a drink. I wanted to just get something, maybe some wine or whatever, And I went to the grocery store. I don't think that was the primary reason I went to the grocery store. I went to the grocery store to get some water. But while I was there in the store, they have bottles of wine and everything. And the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. He's like, you're either going to trust me or you're going to trust in the bottle. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with having a glass of wine. I'll leave that to you and the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit clarify things for you. But the point is, when the bottle or whatever medium you're using to cope becomes your first point of contact, the first person, the first thing that you go to to soothe you, it has become a problem. It has become an idol. It has become a vice. Now, I always just sort of understood vices to be a coping mechanism like something that you use to cope when you're going through something whatever medium you use to release i didn't even realize that the 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 word vices in and of itself is inherently negative and when i came back as the lord was revealing this to me i actually took time to google like what does vice mean because there are some words right you just hear in everyday conversation and you feel like you know the meaning but you've actually not done your research you just take on the connotation that it's used in, in cultural settings, right? You, you've not actually done research to see how it's defined. So 
I decided to check for the meaning of vice. And when you check vice, I'm going to pull up my note here because I wrote it down. Um, it turns out that vice means a weakness of character or behavior. So by its very nature, a vice is actually a negative thing. Vices to me scream like mediums for escapism. You know, you're going through a rough time. You need something to kind of just release. You want to feel better. Um, you know, popular vices talk about alcohol. You talk about drugs. Less popular ones, entertainment. People don't talk about it as much. But when you're having a very terrible day, you're going through a lot and you're first thought is to go and watch a tv show you didn't even take a minute to just pray and release that can become a vice as well whether that's social media or entertainment in terms of what you're watching or is music escapism you don't deal with the root of what you're going through you just immediately run to the next thing that can soothe you that provides you comfort those are example of vices yeah so at the end of the day now get into the understanding that inherently vices are negative by its very definition made me realize that vices soothe you temporarily, but they are always destructive in the long run. They are always destructive in the long run because in that moment, what happens is that you have idolized whatever it is that you went to first. When God said to me, you're either going to trust me or trust the bottle, I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like I, I, I stalled quite a bit in that store that day. I stalled quite a bit in that store. I'm like, ah, you know, part of me is like, is it that deep? Which, by the way, we, we really need to stop dumbing down the things that the Holy Spirit is saying to us. It is that deep. The Holy Spirit is convicting you of something. Spiritual realities are deeper than things that we see. Right. And sometimes we get deluded into thinking that all that there is is what we see. And honestly, I believe that's a trick of the enemy to get you to downplay what really matters, eternal things, spiritual things, because that's his playground. And if he can't get you to downplay the significance of that, then, well, you're fighting a losing battle, right? That was a bit of a, you know, side note. But the point was, so in that moment when I felt the Holy Spirit tell me, you're not going to trust in me or trust in the bottle, he began to make it clear to me how I cannot be going to a bottle for comfort. Now, don't get me wrong. Even when you're sick, right? Naturally, you go to the doctor. That's all well and fine. But I'm realizing that even in situations like that, I have come to realize that if the first point of contact is your doctor, mm, we may have a bit of an issue with our priorities or our trust. God can work through people. You know, God can work through mediums. God can instruct you, oh, go get this medicine or go see this doctor and he'll use them. But you need to realize your source. And many times when we use vices, we have started to identify a resource as the source because we didn't go to God first. So anyways, I, I guess I was telling a little story. Um, and I'll come back to talking more about the vices, about compromise, about footholds, about more of the revelation that the Holy Spirit gave me and what actually causes people to resort to vices. Um, I just, I feel like I want to share this part of the story because it was so beautiful. I'm actually getting emotional sharing it, what God did. Um, and my friend might be watching this podcast and if she's watching it, 
the person I'm going to talk about. Thank you for being obedient. So I left that store that day. I didn't get the bottle because, you know, the Holy Spirit was uh, checking me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to trust God. I'm not going to go for a temporary fix, a band-aid, right? And so I went back home. I was still feeling a bit heavy. And then my friend texts me. And we were, like, we were in a group chat before, right? We were talking already. Um, And one of the other, you know, she was comforting or... Well, she was sharing some words of edification, you know, in the group chat, but it was more so directed with another one of us, you know, a number of us in the group chat, another person in the group chat that was going through it then. I didn't really expose what I was feeling. I kind of felt like in that moment, it wasn't about me. So I live alone. I was by myself. And um, yeah, I was just in this really dark space, but you couldn't tell based on the way I was chatting or texting. Anyways, later on, she messages me privately, which actually, let me backtrack a little bit because it's later that I realized God is just amazing. I didn't even, it didn't click to me that this was something I prayed for until later. And I'm like, he answered that prayer with lightning speed. While I was feeling very sad, I was just so distraught. I was crying. I was like, God, I don't know what's going on. I was sitting with the Lord. Please help me. This overwhelming sadness. I literally prayed like, God, there's an overwhelming sadness. I need you to help me. And in a moment, I'm like, God, you know, it would be nice if you sent someone my way, you know, did something to show me that you see me. I know you see me anyways. And honestly, when I prayed that prayer, uh, I didn't put too much into it because it's like, I'm saying, God, please send someone to show me that you see me. But I already know you see me. So you don't actually have to do that. I know that you see me. I know that you're here for me. So I didn't have too much of a high expectation for that because the truth of the matter is the thing that I claim that I'm seeking through my prayer, I already have. I have a knowing that God was with me, even with the way I was feeling. I have a knowing that he cares. So I didn't put so much into it. Anyways, my friend texts me. We're chatting a little bit. I I don't remember what I responded, but I responded something with a big smiling emoji. You know, the way I was chatting, there was no sign that something was wrong with me. And then, I don't even remember her exact words. I feel like I want to check because I, I, yeah, I'm going to, break protocol here i know this is a podcast but i'm gonna pull up my journal because i want to share just how beautiful it was and how intentional god is um through this experience it it absolutely it's just elroy you know the names that we call god in the scriptures are all real to us in moments we realize how real they are to us. Elroy is such a personal name for me. The way that God has seen me when nobody else has blows my mind every time. Anyways, uh, yeah, because I wrote it down. Because that day, that day I was like, wow. Right. So, after a little bit of back and forth, she goes, T. That was it. And then a few minutes later, she says, I pray he will calm whatever is causing you pain. (sighs) 
I'm sorry. Just it felt fresh all over again. We weren't talking about anything related to that. We weren't talking about anything sad. It was all fun and games. And she had been hesitating for a while. Not with her on the other end, but she told me afterwards that she had typed and then deleted and typed and then deleted. She just, she couldn't shake it. So when she said T and then some minutes later, I guess she was hesitating whether to say it or not. She said, I pray that he will calm whatever is causing you pain. It just broke me. I'm like, oh my God. Which by the way, when she texted me after the group chat, a part of me was like, oh, I wonder if the Holy Spirit sent her. But then we started chatting normally. So I'm like, oh yeah, probably not until that. And when I saw her message, I was just like, oh my God. I I literally, I got emotional. I responded with like the crying emoji because I was just, I, I told her, you don't, you have no idea how timely this message is. And her response was, God lives. That she felt sadness. I had just prayed about overwhelming sadness. She told me that she felt sadness. This was some minutes after I had sat with the Lord and just been crying my eyes out. I was just so burdened she told me that everything was okay she was feeling okay i think she was even laughing and everything and then all of a sudden while we were chatting she just felt this overwhelming sadness like god literally let her in on how i was feeling because i decided to wait on him mm. I'm sorry, I don't know if, if, if anybody feels it the way I feel it, but every time I think about it and other ways that God has shown up for me, like that, how he cares about the little details and will literally send somebody out of nowhere. This person is not even in Canada. I'm in Canada. She's not even in this country. All the way over there. The Lord opened a door for her to feel just for a few seconds where I was at and to use her to comfort me amazing and you know from that back to what we've been talking about a couple things i i learned like you know the holy spirit was revealing some things to me and he was revealing to me that the reason why we go to vices is a lack of patience it's often a lack of patience and is a lack of trust why we go to those things first why that tends to be our first resort is because we are not willing to wait on him to move. A fruit of the spirit is patience. As human beings, we want quick fixes, especially as human beings in this generation. Now, this is a big side note. You know how we always talk about how this is microwave generation and blah, blah, blah. I often talk with my dad and my siblings about how different life is now. Like back in the day, when him and my mom would be communicating, you write a letter, maybe to take two weeks before the letter to get to her and then another two weeks for her to write back and write to him. Now, if I don't respond to your message in five minutes, somebody's coming for my neck. <laughs> so we have been groomed to want instant responses. All right. And um, many times that causes us to rebel against the spirit of God because he wants us to wait on him. The Bible says that we should imitate those who through faith and patience inherited the promise. Scripture also says, let patience have her perfect work so that you'll be complete, lacking nothing. 
One of my favorite scriptures is Hebrews 10.36. It says, patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do what God has called you to do. Don't know if that's how it was phrased. Let me get that right. Yeah, it says patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that God has promised. He wants us to wait on him. When we lack patience, when we choose not to wait, we run to band-aids that eventually turn out to be destructive because all they do is treat symptoms while the root is getting worse. You know, that's something that jumps out to me in scripture a lot is how people came to Jesus with all sorts of issues. And Jesus, many times you'll see in the scripture that he did not just cure the problem that he came to him for. He will say, your sins are forgiven. Or, you know, kind of dig at the root. Like what you, what you need is more than what you realize. And that's the benefit that we have coming to Jesus is that sometimes we don't understand what exactly is going on. When you exhibit that fruit of the spirit, patience and wait on him, he does more than what you anticipate. He does more than what you feel you need. He does more than what your natural eyes are able to see or what you're able to perceive. He's able to do a deep work to actually repair what's broken as opposed to just this, uh, you know, temporary band-aids where we just cope with things all these things that do not fix the problem and end up being destructive in the long run you you want to soothe yourself by eating a bunch of candy and stuff at the end of the day you have to deal with diabetes or whatever resulting illness comes from that or whether that's drinking you know at the end of the day you then have a liver problem you've compounded your issues instead of being patient and waiting on god to actually dig deep and fix the root of that problem so vices, I think I mentioned that the topic of this would be vices, footholds, and compromise, all related. Vices are a means by which the enemy gets a foothold. If he can get you to depend on a vice one time and it soothes you and it makes you feel better, it gives him a, a, a foot in the door. You know what footholds are like naturally? I guess a lot of people do know this already, but you know there are some doors that um automatically close like they'll they'll gently close by themselves now if you come into a room and you don't close the door all the way you just leave it somebody can come in and just lodge their foot in before the door slams shut and that gives them access and vices when you resort to vices it gives the enemy access before you know it a one-time thing becomes an addiction Before you know it, you have dethroned the Lord from your heart and you've built up all these idols, things that you used to cope, things that become your first resort instead of going to the Lord first. And then the last thing we mentioned, you begin to compromise. You compromise on your values. You compromise on the things that you know you ought to stay um, faithful to. So you compromise on, on commitment. And uh, the devil gets to have a field day. And then the problems compound. In the Bible, one of the places that we see the word foothold is in Ephesians 4. And it says, do not give 
the enemy a foothold and it talks about anger the context is anger i'm gonna pull that up so that i can read it correctly yeah ephesians 4 26 and it says don't sin by letting anger control you don't let the sun go down while you're still angry for anger gives a foothold to the devil what does that mean it gives it gives him an access point it gives him an access point when you resort to vices instead of taking your issues emotional turmoils to the lord you are giving the enemy an access point. And honestly, the prayer is that the Lord will help us to wait on him. Teach us how to be patient. Because patience produces beautiful fruits. It doesn't feel good in the meantime, but it is better to get fixed from the inside out than to play dress up. That's why we have broken people everywhere playing dress up. And all of a sudden you hear they killed themselves because they were soothing instead of dealing with what's really wrong. I want to see if there's anything that I missed here because I feel like I've spoken a lot about what I felt I wanted to share. At least these are the things I remember. One of the things that the Holy Spirit said to me, I believe the Holy Spirit said to me, I don't have enough intellect to have thought about that, is stop rationalizing what you should be resisting. And he said this to me, you know, while I was in the grocery store trying to rationalize, oh, it's just a drink, you know, it doesn't really matter. You know, I'm talking to God, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, you have a conviction right now. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you not to get this bottle. Don't do it. But I'm out there rationalizing, taking time. And, you know, I think that that was the final thing that kicked me out of that store. When I heard that, I'm like, you know what? Stop flirting with the enemy. Stop flirting with compromise. Stop rationalizing what you should be resisting. The Holy Spirit has made it clear to you that this is not the way I want you to walk in. Be quick to obey. And we need to pray these prayers that the Lord will help us to be quick to obey. That the Lord will help us not to quench the Spirit. Because when we consistently resist Him, it's like you're muffling the Holy Spirit. Nobody wants to be shouting at their child saying the same thing over and over and over again. There comes a time, you know, as human beings, there comes a time where... Yeah, like, I've told this person this thing 20 times. Let them see for themselves. And honestly, that's a painful process. I would rather not have to go through everything myself first. People say that experience is the best teacher. I do not disagree, but I think sometimes secondhand experience is good enough for me. You know, from somebody else's experience, I can get a revelation. I do not have to make all the same mistakes myself. That's the beauty of having mentors. That's the beauty of having insight. People that can tell you, hey, I did this and that didn't work. Or, hey, don't do this. It can end up that way. But when you choose to be adamant and rebellious, hmm, well, the price is yours to pay. So we need to pray for the Lord to help us to be patient. Um, I heard him say, and I need should never drive you to the bottle and replace bottle with anything else there that you tend to use to cope. Again, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with drinking. I leave that to you and the Lord or anything wrong with some of the things you do, maybe watching movies and stuff. But if that's the, your first, your first resort, maybe you need to sit to the Lord and ask him to reveal to you uh, if you have placed that coping mechanism higher than him. I heard him say, trust me to cure your pain. So this is a thing of trust and it's a thing of patience. Um, it requires patience, 
to tarry and to travail and to press into his presence. We want quick fixes. I just want to feel better now, so I'd rather just buy a bottle. If I sit with the Lord, I don't know how long it will take. This is usually what happens that drives people to all sorts of vices. But again, you need the deep work if you want to be fully healed and not just slap a band-aid, ignoring a wound. What happens is just like when you have a regular injury and you put a band-aid on it, if you don't do the work, if you don't sit down and allow the Holy Spirit to debride whatever injury you're dealing with, you're at risk of infection, which makes things worse. You think that is okay by just ignoring it. You can't see the injury, but actually things are getting worse. So we need to be willing to go through the pain of debriding, the pain of healing, the pain of surgery sometimes to be better off in the long run. Mm. It requires patience to exercise self-control and choose to sit with the discomfort instead of instantly gratifying vices. Yeah. So I feel like that summarizes it. In a lot of other translations, you see uh, patience translated to long suffering. Are you willing to suffer long? Are you willing to suffer long for sustainable fruit? May the Lord help us to wait on him. May he help us to be patient and help us to wait well. You know, patience is not just about waiting. It's about waiting well. I pray that the Lord will help us to wait well on him so that we will inherit the promise so that we will be able to continue to do God's will. Galatians 6, 9, one of my favorite verses as well, a lot of favorite verses, but it says that we should not grow weary in well-doing for at the right time we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. I pray that the Lord will help us. Holy Spirit is on the inside of us. We have the responsibility to yield to the Holy Spirit as he bears the fruit of patience in us, as he bears the fruit of self-control. God gives us the desire and the power to do what pleases him. You have to choose to walk in it. The word says, walk in the spirit so that you do not gratify the desires of the flesh. I don't think there's anything else I have to add here. I'm just going to say... Patience and endurance is what we need to do God's will. Hebrews 10, 36. To not go to the bottle first. To not choose the convenient vice. To wait on healing instead of numbing. To do the deep work of debriding. I hope that this episode blessed you in some way, shape, or form. Um, yeah, take the time to subscribe to our Instagram, um, the TikTok. All the links will be in the description. Also, I guess, I don't know if this will be the first episode that I post, but I'm also now adding something else to the podcast posts because I write a blog as well and I'm going to integrate them. So the blog is called Tealatable and the podcast is in Position Pod. So you will see that the picture will be different. So if you're not seeing an in position picture there, then it's an audio blog. And the link for the blog as well, if you, in case you prefer to read, will be in the description. So follow us on all platforms. I pray this episode blesses you. Take the time to comment if 
subscribe if you have something to share take the time to share this with anybody that you believe it will bless or speak to and i pray that the holy spirit speaks to you specifically in the way that you need in jesus name all right love you guys catch you in the next episode